Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It's gonna be good, by the way. It's gonna be very good. Yeah. Well, they both are, but they have to have the fastest fourth line in the NHL. Adam Aston Reese. No, he's third. Is is he really? Freddie hates Aston Reese. Oh, Blandizi. Yeah, Blandizi. Yeah, Blandizi. They all scored. But he just got called up. Blandizi did. Mm -hmm. But Johnson's as as fast, if not faster than Sam. And Sam was like the fastest guy. Yeah. Freddie hates Aston Reese. He was screaming at the TV last night. He could you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have seen that. Here's the thing. I don't hate him. Czar could he's be better. A, he's better at hockey than I am. However, there are times where I think he's uh, he's lackadaisical with uh, – I think he's trying to do perform a role that's not suited for him in this situation, if that makes any sense. Like, I think he's trying to do too much. Okay. Coughing up the puck. Yeah. Instead of just – his job is to hit – Get the puck he deep lost. and just. You and, need to get up to the mic there, bud. And uh, there you go. See if you agree with this. He lost every bit of the edge he had in his game when when Wilson crushed his face. Oh yeah, I'm sure it changed him a little bit. Like he had he had at least a little bit of an edge to his game. He doesn't even freaking hit it anymore. No, which is I what think, he's supposed uh, to be doing. His jo- his role in that line is to provide energy and to give the big guys a break. Mm-hmm. And that's what that fourth line where Sam's at is is doing. But they're also putting points up. Well, at least they did last night. Yeah, yeah, it was great. So it was, uh, I was watching it in bed the third oh, period. Cause, nice. Because Zach and Who I had wearing? Uh, undies and a tee. My man. White tee. Boxer briefs. Oh, That's my go-to. Man. A slang in my white tee. Yeah. <laughs> he does some other things in his white tee, <laughs> if you know the song. All in the club. It was like 1230 because it was in Minnesota, and I was like, oh, my God, Sam just scored. I was cheering, and I woke my wife up. Which she, uh, she's like, what? <laughs> Sam scored? But and then she night, fell back asleep. Best last night, Fred and I watched. Uh, there was a, a variety of great events. Um, Notre Dame played USC, yeah, and unfortunately won. Um, Penn State played Iowa and unfortunately won. Pitt had a bye week, so I we didn't lose. So. Yeah, there you go. Um, Pitt's look. I like Pitt this year. And then we were watching uh, the Penguins. Yeah, and I just kept looking. I missed a lot of the game because I was looking out the window the whole time. Looking for Casey. Looking for Casey to show up. Um, that was very clear when you texted me. Casey uh, doesn't typically invite us to do stuff. No. But, um, but anyway, let's let's not okay. let that interfere. Let's move on. You yeah. both are married, okay? I feel like... All right, so welcome to another episode of You Don't Know Squat. <laughs> I am Freddie Dorman. Uh, Casey knows doesn't know squat about me, apparently. Go ahead, Fred. Anyway, so that was... Uh, well, there's Zach for everybody. Say hello, Zach. 
Hello, Zach. Hi, Zach. And then also joining us today, as always, Mr. Casey Kantz. It is so great to be back with you, too. It, it took <sighs> me a minute, but this is episode 17. This is awesome. So it's been uh, it's been a minute. I haven't seen you guys since the last episode. <sighs> yeah, it's been great. What? Freddy. I'm kidding. So we haven't done an episode this since is... August 6th, I believe. So I, may, I need to make a suggestion here. I think that what we should do starting after the next couple podcasts we do is announce like a break away from podcasting but like while we're doing that record a bunch of them like record but don't release them mm-hmm. so kind of like conan does and then we get a little break and then we can just release them once a week i don't like that i like seeing you guys every weekend yeah but it's not realistic you didn't talk about that off the air you're just gonna bring it up now yeah, yeah. this is awkward Jeez, this is really uncomfortable i think it's two against one you're out <laughs> All right, let's keep doing them. Anyway, but yeah, it's been a little bit of a hiatus for us. Uh, fortunately, the the reason that we were away is just everyone's so busy doing good things. Yeah. I, I think that's important. At to least announce. two of us are. Business is booming. What is that <laughs> supposed to mean? What the heck is that supposed to mean? I didn't say who the two were. Clearly, Zach is making up for lost You time. made eye contact with Freddie literally <laughs> as you said it. So is he talking about me then? No, he's talking about me, clearly. Oh. It's just typical. It sounds like someone's a little paranoid. He just went and saw the Joker movie. I yeah. am paranoid. How was it, Case? It was fantastic. I don't I know if you know this, but I would have loved to see it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what. You, you kind of look like a Joker. Oh, I am? oh, really? Yeah. yeah, you got that smile. You should see me with You have the... great teeth, though. I've never told you that. I really appreciate your teeth. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Coming from a guy with some messed up jibs. Yeah. Yeah. They're not bad. Yeah, they're pretty bad. They're bad. That's I was a goalie. <laughs> <laughs> my mask was on the whole time. I did get a molar knocked out with my mask on. So my bottom right molar got knocked out. It's been a hard shot. It did. I just spit it out, kept playing. Hockey guy. I'm pretty sure no, it was he dead. Didn't. Yes, I did. He, he, he <laughs> that was in Lapeer, Michigan. I remember exactly. Have you ever seen the family guy where Peter gets hit in the knee and he, for oh, 10 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Lois. Lois. Mommy. Lois. Mommy. What? What? That's what Fred did when he got his Peter P.T. Griffin. But this is coming from the guy that when I played football, it's a little known fact. I used to wear gloves, and it wasn't because I was afraid of my hands getting hurt. I didn't like getting my hands dirty. Are you serious? That's because you bite your fingernails more than any any other human I've ever met. That's a true story. Look at those little guys. That's That's an oral fixation, Zach. Do we have to have a chat? Yeah. He's he's certainly an oral fixator. There's no question. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> who do we have on today? Nobody. Uh. So we're, uh, I guess, technically, we're a trio that's flying solo. Yeah. Because we only have one extra mic and set of headphones, and no one's here using it. So we, we have Zach's impression of Freddie Dorman as our guest today. No, please that's don't what I do heard. That. That's what I heard. It was horrible. That's what I heard. Can we talk hey about? Guys, Ka- hey. hey guys, it's Freddie. <laughs> hey, can we talk about Casey's uh, life? No, we can't. Off the air? No. Should we? Yeah. We no, should. I don't want to do that to him. I have nothing going on. No, he just blushed a little bit. Yeah, it's just my natural. Why are you sweating? Skin. It's my natural. Skin. I have a hoodie on. Stress. Uh. Stress sweat. You guys used to have hair on in here. I'm assuming the Steelers play today based on what you're wearing. <laughs> just Are those Steeler pants? Just to give a description. No, no, no. They look Casey's like wearing black Steeler pants. See, this is a Fred Dorman. A black, uh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're doing to a me black right Steelers now. hoodie. I may or a may not. 412 hat. I may or may not have listened to Renegade 15 times today already. We what listen- kind of underwear do you have on right now? Steeler underwear, of course. <laughs> Joey Porter. <laughs> 55 on the back, you know, yeah. Um, They're not out of it yet. They're not out of it yet, gentlemen. What? How? Because that AFC North is a mess. You got the we we are we're in a pretty weak conference. I haven't watched. I haven't seen a single Steelers game. This and year. There, we a lot. have the Browns who 
you know, everybody was so excited about how good they could potentially be, but they're showed us a lot last week in terms yeah. of how they're not there yet. And I'm a big Rex Ryan fan as an announcer. <laughs> because him. of what he said about Baker. I well, I like him and McAfee going back and forth with each other. I just love him in general. He's very he, he doesn't care. He's very yeah off script and whatever. We we uh, see the Ravens are the cream of the crop. But But are they? Exactly. Yeah. I'll set this conversation out, guys. Continue. And then, and then we got the Bengals, the Bungles. We don't even need to talk about them. They're yeah. way, way down. Yeah. I will say this tonight. Does Dalton still play there? He does. He does. He's back there, yeah. We're recording this uh, on Sunday, by the way. It is a must it's win. 5.05 sure. p.m. For sure. I would, I will st- at some point, you have to stop making excuses and just win some football games. But I will say the Steelers are the – I'm going to get so much crap for this – the best one in four team out there. Because other than the Patriots in week one, I mean, they've, they've really – they've been in every game. They should have won last week. I feel like for the first time, the Steelers are very um, – the first time in a long time, the Steelers are very young. They um, are, which is a which is a positive for. Do you think Roethlisberger plays that big of a part, having him on the field? Uh, just as far as like team confidence goes, because you know, probably that part. He makes more plays. Yeah, probably for sure. that part. For sure. But um, Ducky's playing oh tonight. And I'm gosh. excited about. It. So am I. I think everybody is. I think everybody's excited. I mean, the type of energy he brought last week in just a half of football basically was was incredible. Who? Duck Hodges, Devlin Hodges, Division Division Two, really? Samford he played at Samford. Steelers cut him out of camp. Had a great had a great training camp. I thought he was brought him back in. Brought him back in. Put him on the practice squad, and then Ben got hurt. Mason Rudolph got, got killed. Elevated. <laughs> And they put Ducky on as a backup. Is that, what were Zach? What were you telling me last night? Casey wouldn't know this because he didn't show up. But yeah. uh, this well, is we ridiculous, talking. folks. So this what? What did you think he had? I thought he was dead. But like, what was the? Oh, it was like a four-letter acronym. So, so whenever he got hit, you have uh, you have your carotid artery that's in there, and the way that you like special tests in the PT world, which is actually not very accurate, but um. You so extend, it's a non-special test. So, so basically, they used to think that if you were to extend your head back side bend away from the side that you're testing and rotate away, that you're tensioning, like you're pulling on that carotid, carotid artery. And it could tear. But on the other side, you're also including it because you're pinching down on it, right? Yeah. Um, but from the way he got hit, from him turning his head drastically, immediately I thought he d- dissected his carotid artery. And you're dead um, pretty quickly after that. Only because of the way he reacted. Because the hit itself... Was I, it, I, I still haven't hit? seen it. I still I saw it after the fact, but I'm telling you, the play was completed to James Washington downfield. Everybody was looking downfield, and, and maybe maybe I'll get no clue accosted for this, but I didn't think for concussion hits. I didn't think it was a big hit. It didn't look that bad, um, but there was a helmet. There was clearly a helmet to helmet. Yeah, but the way his head kind of turned and snapped whenever he hit the ground and his eyes were open and he was lifeless. I immediately thought, and then you saw Juju's reaction. Oh my gosh! I immediately thought this guy's dead. He's he's. This is the first fatality that we're going to see. His legs weren't moving. Nothing yeah. was moving actually. But and then and then, and then the they made car. him walk him off. Yeah. And the Which car is, broke down. That's a, that's a completely separate. That is ridiculous that that even happened. Yeah. Because I they they parade. They have like five carts. No, yeah. they don't. They have one cart. For the I entire. They two. No, they have apparently. I, I was reading articles about it, and they were making fun because I thought uh, every team was supposed to have a cart. Because the NFL, the NFL apparently made four billion dollar profit last year, and which is crazy about that. And, and people were there were some announcers saying that like four billion dollars can't buy you a second cart. Um, well, it's probably up to the owners to buy it. 
It's probably it not even the NFL. Not it should they, not well, happen. They, they said it was operator error. They said I, whoever was riding it didn't know how to well, start it. It should not happen. Well, that's well, they had to push it off the field. Something happened with the cart. Yeah. You think whenever you sign up for that job, the the ability to turn on the vehicle is probably imperative. Yeah. It's probably on there. Like, can you turn this on? Here's what really sucked is that being – they literally then – so they cut his face mask off. They were you on this game? Or, or were you at this game? Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. So they walk him off the field, and then they they – so the Steelers' locker room, then you can walk the steps down behind the bench. Steps go down to the Steelers' locker room. Right. Well, I'm guessing, I don't know this, but I'm guessing he wasn't in a position to be able to walk down steps. So they literally take him off the sideline. They parade him in front of all the fans, and they take him into the visitor's side. So there's this whole walkway where he's just like, no, 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 no face mask. I still haven't seen it. It, it was so no, it was so bizarre. And well, well, and I'll tell you that, like in the back of ambulances, they have these beds that are on wheels. Like, why didn't they just wheel them out? Or why didn't they spineboard them and have Not four make, big guys carry them out? Everybody's snapping pictures and videos and all this stuff. And here's, you know, that's surprised just, it's not a meme right now. It's just, or at least I haven't sure seen one. Not sure just, ah, oh man, that was just not a good situation at all. It really wasn't. But the the thing is that the, the thing that you're afraid of is this thing called like your C two vertebrae. The C1 vertebrae is a circle, and your head sits on top of it, and the C2 kind of goes up through it, and that's where we rotate from. That's where 50% of your rotation comes from. And when you have a head injury, sometimes it's called the dens. The, this little piece of bone can break off, and if that hits the spinal cord, you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, so the only way to test it, so if people are complaining, if people walk into my clinic and they complain about, I have double vision, I have difficulty swallowing, like brainstem type things or whatnot, um, I can do is a that special. Like Chiari? Chiari? No, no, different. Different. Okay. Different. Um, but if I were to do this special test, what you look for is the symptoms to clear up. Well, this guy got hit moments later. You don't know if he fractured his neck. You don't know what the hell is going on. You don't have an X-ray in the field. So the last thing they should have done is walk was him off. walk him off the field. They should have stabilized his head. They should have put him on a spine board and carried him out. Did what an mess. X-ray. What a mess. Especially, we got this big company over there called UPMC. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that is, a thing? Yeah, I've never which, heard of it. Which is one of the supposed to be one of the biggest hospitals, you know, ever. Definitely on the East Coast. And they somebody said, "Hey, let's pick him up and I couldn't believe carry him out." It was shocking. It was unbelievable. That's nuts. He like was how, back at practice this week, which is good. Uh, he probably should have been in a dark room for another week. Speaking of uh, head contact, how about perfect hit? Yes, he should have been out of the league. I mean. So they suspend him again for another year, but without pay, it's well, a lot of money. Out. He should have been out of the league a long time. What's it ago. mean? To he's him a mess. Though. He's yeah. a mess. Well, you don't know what he's like off the field. Take this most recent. Well, hit. everything I've read about him, people love him on the team. Like apparently, he's a really good team guy. Except he does stuff like that that affects. Would the you team. compare him to like Matt Cook? How about a hockey guy over here? I would. Yeah. Yeah. Kind Ma- of uh, yes. I, I almost it's it's hard to relate the two, but the the mentality is the same. He puts guys in bad. He puts you, those both of those guys put teammates in bad positions though because of what teammates. They do. Yeah, I could see that. You have to then yeah. respond or answer to yeah. What what he? What do broke, you think about perfect? Set? What do you think about Cook's hit last night? Well, when he broke uh, what's it, Cole's neck on that back oh, that Eric boarding Cole, pump. Eric yeah, Cole, yeah, Eric Cole. He broke his neck. That being said, if you go and this is a Ryan new era. Donna. Yeah, this is a new era of of football, collegiate, high school. I'm a high school official. It's a new era of football where we are taught that if you hear what's called an ooh hit, you know, ooh. Some, yeah, somebody gets hit. If you hear that, 
in high school football, we are taught that if you hear the fans go, ooh, there should be a flag on the field. Even what? if you don't see the hit, you should just have a flag on the field. That's stupid. Yeah, like, I don't know. Unnecessary roughness. It's, it's, they're trying to protect it. And at the same time, if you go back to the, the days of um, Mean Joe Green and, and Jack Lambert, or, uh, Jack Lambert yeah. or up to Greg Lloyd or, or – um, Throw you down and then taunt you. Yeah, that's, that's the way it was played. So, mm-hmm. so perfect. We're, we're sitting here complaining about perfect. You know, 20 years ago. That was the norm. That would have been a normal hit. Let me would it though? Take each one of his hits, the, his controversial hits. This most recent one, who was the receiver? Um, it was a tight end. Yeah, it was a tight end. You're right. Um, I can't think. But who he's kind of like he's kind of like down. He was kind of like Casey. I heard you have a tight end. Anyway, continue. Thanks, Fred. Yeah, uh, he was. <laughs> the the play was pretty much over, and Burford comes in and, and basically hits him with the crown of his helmet, like. At that point, what are you trying to do? The tackle's been made. The play is basically done. And still, you're try- you want to make fear? it so the next time he's across the middle, you're thinking, where the hell is perfect? And he drops the ball. Kind of like you did with Antonio Brown. And, and that's, what, that's what players in the past did. They said, hey, if, if you come in my area, he I'm going to kill you. He knows full well how the league is now. Yeah. That's not how so it's played that's, anymore. That's my, he knows what the rules are. He and knows. he was playing outside of the rules. So His intention's still to hurt. You, you so it's sh- all relative. You would be shocked with how many people don't know rules of football, especially, um, especially. So, so you would you'd be shocked, like like high school coaches and whatnot. Yeah. You'd be shocked with how many people like high school rules, college rules, NFL rules, all different. Um, and like, take something like, uh, do you know what horse collar tackle is? Yeah. See. Okay. So you're running down the sideline. Uh, let's talk high school football, right? So running down the sideline, and I have the ball, and Casey Kantz and Freddie Dorman run up behind me. Casey grabs me by the name tag, and they both bring me to the ground. Do we have a horse collar? We both take it out? Yeah. Uh, Who grabbed you first? Uh, Casey did. I was he down for the that's a court, yeah. It's not a horse, a horse collar because there's two people. Really? Okay. Or let's say you're running down the field, and it's Casey Kantz goes to grab my shirt, pulls me down, and I fall forward. But he pulls me by the shirt, and he pulls me back, and I overcome it and fall forward. Probably not because not you a horse collar because yeah, I went forward. Yeah, right. um, but it's amazing. Is it only a tackle that causes like a choking? Like it's got to be one guy and one person pulls him backwards. Um, to tackle. Really? Yeah. So even if like I if I go at your ankles and he's on top, you mean he pulls down? Not a horse collar, but like there's so, many, lot, there's so much gray area. There's so much gray area in officiating, and I've heard more than ever the past probably two years. People just complaining about horrible officiating. Um, yeah, I heard about this guy in the uh, PIAA. Yeah, played football pit. But really I, a horrible referee. But I went to uh, the since I've been since we've been on here. I went. We have a college football trip that these two have both been invited to and never go to. Uh, I've been the yeah. one. Oh uh, yeah, I've been the one. But there's so year, much guilt tripping in this circle. Of, of <laughs> but anyway, this, this year it's unreal. It's I'm not trying a circle, to. It's a I'm trying to talk here. But anyway, uh, Sorry, sir. we went to uh, Michigan at Wisconsin this year, mm-hmm. and there were two very blatant targeting calls, and the fans were just going crazy on these targeting calls. And you don't have to hit helmet to helmet. It can be shoulder to helmet. Yeah. But they were blatant, and like the fans were just like the whole stadium was booing, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But um, it's amazing how many people don't know the rules. Is, is the point of that. Uh, That's why I I struggle watching hockey games in crowds. Oh, yeah. You go out to a bar or like. Or like at the game. At the game, too, yeah. 
I uh, saw Sammy's first game the other night. Speaking of hockey, yeah. yeah speaking right. of Good transition. Congrats to uh, he said he'd come on the podcast, so we got to get him on. Wait. Three he, point night last night. Yeah, we got to wait until he's on a little bit of a break. Um, yeah, so one of my uh, one of my old clients, Sam Lafferty, is a Hollidaysburg native. His family now lives in Bozeman, Montana, but I've known Sam since he was nine. Uh, made his NHL debut this week, uh, and uh, it was Tuesday last week. This is, we're recording Sunday, so Tuesday this past week, and got his first shift with Sidney Crosby. He was a uh, fourth round draft pick. Um, I trained him the year before in the year he got drafted, um, and then worked. I had always worked with him on the ice. I used to take shots for him. Um, I've known him and his brother forever since since they had started skating and since I had started skating. Um, and uh, it was really cool. Got drafted, ended up going to Brown, played all four years at Brown. He was assistant captain the last two years. What kind of athlete is he? I could give him a football, and he probably he was a Division One golfer too. He was uh, Brown's top golfer. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a really good golfer. He was getting looks for golf, but obviously hockey hockey led the way there, paved the paved the way for him. But uh four year starter at Brown and then uh at the end of Brown he played in the playoffs for or he finished the season with Wilkesbury in the AHL and then this year he signed a two way deal with Pittsburgh, a two year contract and uh out of training camp they had a really good camp he played in four out of the six preseason games a year before he only played two and then got sent down so that was a good sign uh had a goal and a couple assists in those four games and then uh played one game in Wilkesbury and then got called up last week and he's he's playing game number four tonight he's looked great Winnipeg right yeah Winnipeg last night in Minnesota he got his uh it was an empty net goal which uh, I talked to him this afternoon um he wished it was on a goalie but it's still your first goal, which is awesome. Got a, he got well, Hornquist f- skated down, got the puck for him. I saw, well, I saw the official picked it up. And yeah, and gave it to Hornquist. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, and had two assists. So actually, I believe it was on the game winner. He had the uh, he had the second assist on the game winner. You don't always see empty netters from that far away. Either. No, 160 feet. <laughs> yeah, here's here's the thing: as as impressive as the goal is, I think what's more more important is that they were protecting a two goal lead after Minnesota had just scored, and he's out there with a minute and a half left trying to kill off time. Yeah. So there's definitely some uh, some trust uh, that the coaches have in, in his ability to play to put him in that situation because it was it wasn't his line it was like him Hornquist like this line was made to to kill off that time right, to right. make sure they didn't get another goal so I thought that was a really cool plus I also think it's beneficial because he was playing most of the right wing last night he's also a natural center so it was yeah. a face off in our zone so if our center gets kicked out we have another center there to move in that position to try to win because you don't want somebody who's not a center right. in that position. So he's uh, – Had some good co- – Sully had some good confidence in him. Yeah, so he's versatile, which is good, and he can fly. Mm-hmm. He's one of the fastest kids I've ever yeah, seen on the I ice. I agree. In person. Might be the fastest. Crazy, but really cool story. Pump for him. Yeah, it was cool. His family got uh, – the Penguins actually flew his stepdad, his mom, his brother, and his sister in from Bozeman. Really? And then put him up in the uh, Omni for a few nights to nice. make sure they didn't miss it, yeah. The old Bill Penn. Yeah. So you went to that game. I went mm-hmm. to that game, yeah. How was how was that? Uh, it was a big reunion, right? Uh, yeah, it was uh, – we couldn't walk 10 feet in that concourse without running into somebody we knew that was there to watch Sam. Wow. Um, Loke from Loke from here. From yeah, yeah. Yeah, it literally was like a Galactic Ice reunion. Oh, like I saw awesome. my old team manager, one of my old coaches, the rink manager now, um, parents that I, I, I either – played with their kids or coached their sons mm-hmm. um, or daughters. Um, 
it was uh, it was really cool because we got to go down. We got there early enough. So Dave Weaver, who is his stepdad, who used to run the hockey rink, was my first ever hockey coach. So I have a really special spot in my heart for Dave. Dave's a, a Dave's of a uh, I love Dave. Dave's mm-hmm. a very good dude. Um, gave me a lot of opportunity. Really believed in me and really pushed me to the next level. He was an awesome dude, but he's Sam's stepdad, so I got to know those guys really well. And uh, so I got there early, and I got to watch warm-ups with Dave, and, like, Dave's getting hounded by all these people. And at one point, he looked there, he goes, get this picture. And during warm-ups, like, Sydney's, like, talking to him, tapping him on the rear end and stuff like that, which was cool. And then Natalie, who is uh, his younger sister, is, like, 14 now, she had his brown jersey on, and she was standing right up against the glass. And he was on the far end pretty much the entire time. And then at the end, he switched lines in the drill, came over and, like, tapped on the glass and, like, threw her puck. She started tearing up, which oh was really cool. Gosh, yeah, his mom was there. His brother, Charlie, is... <laughs> he was interviewed on uh, yeah. AT&T. Yeah. Which, the fact that he didn't have, like, an FCC violation <laughs> is, like, a godsend. Because, he Charlie, here's here's an honest, honest-to-God thing. So... Charlie is one of those kids that just just did honestly didn't care. He was good at everything he did, just didn't care. Um, and nothing wrong with that, just not really being long-term, like, dedicated to something wasn't, like, in his wheelhouse for a long time. Charlie just liked to do everything. Yeah. But if Charlie would have been would have been able to apply himself to hockey, he would have been the best player ever at the rink, including his brother. He was a goalie. The kid was unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Wow. He was at one point. I think he was ten or, or eleven or twelve, and he was ranked in the top ten in the country in skiing, as like a twelve skiing? or fourteen. Yeah, skiing. Really? Yeah, the kids. So Sammy, here's a here's another thing. Sammy could pick up a football. He'd be playing somewhere Division One football. Like the kid's just a freak athlete. But it was really cool to get to train him for those two years, and then the especially the year um, he got drafted because I had to get him ready for his. That was his first ever rookie camp, rookie tournament with the Penguins. So. He ended up finishing uh, second and third overall in all the fitness testing. You ever think about reaching out to him and trying to like get him back in here in the off season? And no. So what his uh, so his family Dave took a job in uh, Bozeman, Montana. He's running the rink out there. Um, so they had all moved, but Sammy lives in Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, during the summers, and he trains with like Jonathan Taves. Nice. Uh, Patrick, Sh- I don't know if Patrick Sharp's there anymore, but uh, Jonathan Taze, Matt Barzell, who was the rookie of the oh, year. Man, yeah. So he trains with all those guys uh, in the summer, and they have a guy out there that they use. Um, no, Sammy and I had our time. We we did good things together for those f- few years, yeah. and he's he's killing it right now. Well, so. you had a part in, in where he's at now. So. Here, God's honest truth, um, he'd be there with or without me. He's that good. Maybe. Uh, Take a little credit though. I can't. The kid's so good. He is. He's good. Nice he's just and, and he's the most humble kid he you'd is, ever meet. Really he'd ne- I've never heard him once talk about himself. Mm-hmm. He's still like even even talking to somebody he's known pretty much majority of his life. He still won't talk about like how he did in the game and just yeah, it went well. Yeah, you love that. Yeah, he's a great kid. But excited to see what happens. Um, hi, Allie Hallman. You want to say hello? Guests here. Say well, hello. This is, this is amazing. Oh, speaking of which, we had a bunch of people redo uh, 20.1 in the uh, CrossFit Open Alley. Tell the people, how'd you do? I beat my score. Hey, oh, round man. of applause. You have that me. thing on the uh, computer? <laughs> so, oh, uh, did you finish? <laughs> no. What'd you get? Nine plus one. Oh, you got nine rounds. You were only in eight rounds last Yellow. time. Good job. Are you going to do it again? No. No, done. Did you beat Casey Cantz? 
Yes, I beat Kate. <laughs> hey, she was also pumped. She did beat Skylar Sheeter, too. Yeah, she did. Yes, I did. And Casey's How'd that make here. you feel? Good. I took a screenshot of Sugar Wad. <laughs> did he respond? No. <laughs> of course he would. And Casey's sitting here slugging a beer, and now yeah. he's over there dominating. Good him. for her. I'm proud of her. That's great. So for those who don't know, it is the CrossFit Open. Right now, starting of the five weeks, what was that, Zach? Do you have to leave now? No. You're getting kicked out? I think she's trying to convince you and Pam to go to dinner tonight. Uh-huh. Should we invite Casey? This Hell no. Hell no. got a big game Casey, Casey doesn't invite us to do shit. I feel awkward. Why would we invite Casey to do anything? Zach, he can hear us. <laughs> Are we still on the microphones? Casey, headphones really work well. Casey take, Casey, take your headphones off real quick. Okay. Yeah, now he can't hear us. Casey never can invites us to do shit. Can he hear Hey, I'm back. What are you guys talking about? Let's talk later. Yeah. Anyway, um, like I was CrossFit so Open started this week. Um, we had a decent group of uh, athletes do this. Uh, we had a bunch of people finish, but the workout is uh, 10 rounds, 8 uh, shoulder to the overhead, and that could be in a snatch, clean position, or and then 10 bar-facing burpees for 10 rounds, 15-minute cap. So, Alex um, smoked it. Jeez. Yeah, that's awesome. And she RX it too. She she's gonna try to RX all of them this this next go. She's around. on another level right now. She really is. Yeah, they're awkwardly touching each other. What is happening right now? Him. He's a problem. Here's the thing. He's a problem. <laughs> Here's the thing, Fred. And I, I did, did you ever have like control needs to be taken with this gentleman? Did you ever see like kids that? Are mean to each other in like third grade have crushes on each other. <laughs> Very exactly. true. He is so mean to you. Yeah. Very true. He's so nice to me though. Yeah. He tried. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Zach could hold my hand in public. I'm not going to flinch. Zero <laughs> part was, of me would flinch. We went to. If you uh, didn't react the way you did, I know, I know. He'd stop. Fred and I took the old kids up to uh, Bedford Fall Foliage we yesterday. Oh, okay. Um, and as we were walking around the old Bedford Fall Foliage a couple times, like it was tight quarters, and Fred would walk in front of me and I'd place my hand on his hip. And, and he'd be cool with that. Fred didn't even flinch. Yeah. I nope. think he farted a couple times. <laughs> Uh, oh, of course. I had a uh, Italian sausage. That'll get you. And peppers. Yeah. This old <laughs> stomach couldn't handle that. I was, I was, uh, I blamed it on the kids a couple times. <laughs> True. Oh, that was man. fun. That yeah. was, uh, I haven't been up there in a couple years. Downtown Bedford's becoming, uh, it is nice. There's some nice restaurants down there, some bars. Guys, I'm having a hard time concentrating. <laughs> quit touching each other. He's a weirdo. Here's the thing quit reacting. I stop. can't. Kance, He's got his hand all over me. Kansas is eventually going to. Succumb to no, that will never happen. So you might as well just stop. I'm, I'm so off track right now. <laughs> yeah, because of what you're witnessing. So Bedford right Fall Foliage. It was a good. It was, it was a nice good. Little trip. Great weather. Girls had I a took, good time. I took my nieces. Nice. Um, Reagan and Blake. We took Peach. Took Ariel down. They good. rode some horses. It was nice, and it, and uh, we saw. We went to a really cheap petting zoo. Oh, nice. <laughs> it was uh, kittens, a rooster, <laughs> and bunnies. <laughs> For five bucks. <laughs> what a lineup. And you forget, lineup. You forget the uh, sheep. On oh, the sheep that oh. was like tied up to a tree and just <laughs> it's a, wanted nothing to do with it. That's a hell of a lineup. Wow. Yeah. It was well, hysterical. Well, it's funny. They were like, hey, have you got, and they had a bunch of chickens there. Like, and, and there was like two of them that you could touch. <laughs> and the other like, ones were assholes. You couldn't like, get anywhere near like, them. The rest They'd of them were mean. start pecking people. But they had literally kittens. They were picking these. But you can tell that these kids were not from the city. They were <laughs> yeah. picking these rabbits up by their. They probably know Skyler. And like just <laughs> handing them to you. And uh, if somebody just wanted to start a petting zoo, just had random animals. Listen, I have two cats and a dog. I could probably make a killing just having people come around and. 
play with the dogs. Yeah. Five, five bucks a family. You can come pet Silas. Oh, yeah, yeah, there we go. People, yeah. I think people would pay it. How's Cy Guy doing? He looks He's good. good. Yeah. Uh, Cy Guy had emergency surgery yeah. a, a week ago today. Poor little buddy. Uh, he got into something he shouldn't have, and it go got... figure. Yeah, my dog's a garbage disposal. He, he yeah, just, he yeah. yeah. I think he found, uh, it was like a waxy paper. And we don't know where he got it. It was either at our house, because we did have hoagies, or it was here. Um, but he got into like a waxy paper, something that like uh, Mariana's hoagie would have been wrapped in, or something like that. Okay. And uh, I believe they call it wax paper. I believe, yes. But it wasn't like it's not like your normal wax paper. You know what I mean? Did you did you sample it? Did you see it? I held it. Do the fat gave it to me. Did you call it? Did you call it? Yeah. Do you have a dosal fin? <laughs> anyway, uh, so he was acting kind of strange. Zach saw him. He had like a bit of a his belly had swollen, Aww. which he has IBS, which is not uncommon for him, and he usually just passes that. And he's he's good, but this didn't go away. And at like eleven o'clock at night, he was sleeping on my left arm, uh, like against my side. And he woke up and just kind of started shivering and yelping. Aww. So we got him up to uh, Metzger Animal Hospital in uh, State College, which was awesome. Thank God that's a twenty four hour place because mm-hmm. we got him there within within twenty minutes. He had a scope done and then um, X rays done, and they're like, "Yeah, we can't pull this out. We got to go in." And then at like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning, he ended up having surgery. So he has like a five inch incision. Had to go in, cut his stomach open. Um, but he's on the mend. He's running around. Bark- he looks good today. Just started yeah. barking again yeah. yesterday. Um, he's done with all his meds. Um, one of the things he had eaten to get himself to regurgitate ended up messing with his liver a little bit. So he's on these liver enzyme pills uh, for a couple weeks um, just to see if we can get the levels normal again or they'll have to do a different um, different pill for him, different medicine. But he uh, he's good. Yeah, so we have to go in next week, get the stitches out. It's about a five-inch incision. on. He's not a very big dog. No, so, But they had no. to take his intestines out, his uh, stomach out, check that, cut cut the contents out from his stomach. But he was uh, he was a little doped up for a couple of days. He had to wear a T-shirt because he can't wear the halo. Aww. He uh, he stresses out too much with the halo, so we just wrapped him in a t-shirt or put him in a t-shirt. Um, it's funny he fits into all the Ariel stuff. Uh, <laughs> she's nine. And it's a little tight. Oh, it's it, a little it, tight. It actually was a little tight. Um, but yeah, so he's been chilling with my dad all week because I can't bring him into the gym. Today was his first day really hanging in the gym. But so my dad's had a Mr. D, a buddy, a buddy with him all week. So I know my dad appreciated that. Good. He's like his tertiary best friend. What's tertiary mean? I can use it. I can't <laughs> define it. Is that, is that appropriate to use in that sense? Anyway. So my dad the, loves the word tertiary. What's new with Casey Camps? Nah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's get some de- details here. Well, we got the uh, the shooting heroin movie that, that we shot last year is finally coming out. Actually, this week, the uh, red carpet premiere is Thursday night. Are you and, taking anybody? Uh, I don't have a date yet. Um, huh. Have you asked anybody? What day? It's Thursday night. Oh, that's funny. I'm available. I, yeah, I think we're both on. available. But uh, it's going to be a nice little red carpet night. I just got the details be? yesterday at the uh, theater in Phillipsburg, old historic theater in Phillipsburg. Sorry, Spencer Fulmer, if you're listening to this. but uh, That's a very important one because he doesn't know the name. He just called yesterday with the details. It's going to be super exciting. Um, like I said, we shot it last week. It deals with uh, you know, a really serious issue we have going on in this state, in this country, with the, uh, the opioid epidemic. I just checked. I'm free Thursday. Then, uh, then you might be the guy, Zach. Might guys? Did I hear the, an S in there? Plural. Uh, How many tickets can you get? Um, Listen, he gets hounded for tickets. I could probably get a couple. Yeah, I could. I mean, 
I don't want to go now. I wasn't included. It's going to be a real, plan. It's going to be really awesome night, though. It's going to be really exciting. Let's so, I see is this going to be like in theaters everywhere, or just like select? Probably markets? within the next few months. Yeah, the way I was just talking to him the other day, he's doing like a little. I think it's like a one or two month like local small theater tour he's doing around the state. Mm-hmm. But his goal with the connections he's made and 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 the movie is generating some pretty big interest. He's trying to get into trying to get into some bigger theaters. So. So what um, role do you play? I actually just play myself. I play a, a, a news anchor. Um, it's a fake TV station. But it's going to get zero tomatoes on Rotten Tomatoes. It, it might. It might. You can check it out on IMDb. It's going to get at least one tomato because I'm going to give it a good review. I yeah. hope. So uh, I, open, cool. I open and end the movie, and then I'm like sporadically throughout it. So D- Is your face or is it just your voice? Not my face. My face is in it. It's Dang. in it. Yeah, so yeah. Now, are they – are you uh, – like, do you actually so, communicate with like the main actors, or are, you, are they like watching you on TV talk about the issue? The, 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 I have not seen it yet, but the way he described it to me is that, you know, uh, like scenes at the bar, like I'm on at the bar. Okay. Um, like if if the family or the the couple is at home, I'm on. Uh, they're watching the news, so it's like pretty much throughout. Is it weird playing yourself, but trying to act like? Is your name Casey Kantz in the movie? I don't know. They probably don't name you. Just yeah, the, I would. I mean, it might. I, I, I'm not sure. You're Steve, just, you're just news guy number one. Janowski. You yeah. don't say, "Hey, it's Casey Kantz for ABC DEFG News Station." But then we did the that short, uh, a film called Short Sighted that I just did just like a few months back. It's like a 20 minute short film. I played a bartender in that, so yeah. I actually I actually played a little role in that, and I just saw that last week. So. It was pretty cool too. It's like That's 20, pretty cool. A twenty-five minute short short film that deals with like depression, and that was that was a lot of fun too. That comes I know out. about that last night around uh, what time we go to Mike's? Eight. Around eight o'clock, I was having pretty heavy depression symptoms. And I want to shout out the director to that, Jay Schaefer. He's a young local, up and coming director. Local awesome. how? Like Altoona local? Yeah, he's from Altoona. He's a super. He's got a, I think, a really bright future ahead of him. This is his first ever film. Um, it took like man, we spent a lot of time just shooting the one scene, but uh, he sh- the film was all edited. We watched it last week. The rough cut looks awesome. It's like twenty twenty five minutes, and and um, pretty excited about that too. That comes out next month though. Is the uh, the heroin one like a full feature, like a full? Yeah, movie? I think you're gonna be pretty impressed with that. There's some pretty big. Just like I said, go to the IMDb page called Shooting Heroin. All the actors and actresses lined up are on there and you're going to recognize i would think a, a decent amount of them oh there's that's some, awesome yeah there's some pretty big names in it so what uh what company's backing it like what studio uh veritas i think it's veritas i think it's called veritas arts or something i believe mm-hmm. um don't quote me on that but um yeah super exciting can't wait to see it i'm more excited to see it than than just the whole aura of of being on a red carpet. And stuff. Yeah, it'd be cool if we got invited to that. But you guys can come. I don't Not want to happen. I can no. make that happen. I don't it's, want to. I'm no. out. Yeah, because then you both get like this. You when is it? Thursday night. Can't. Yeah, exactly. We're starting with the uh, Refuge Network camp again. So there all those kids are coming in and get their fitness on, which I'm excited for. Shouts out. To I Micah. can't be. I can't come because I don't want to go down that road of Casey Cants lead me leading me along. And this podcast is really <laughs> taking a turn. My gosh, man! Um, you I just were the one that said, "Hey, what's going on in your life?" I just can't do. Hey, is that you got the TPI certified, right? Yeah, let's talk I, about that. TPS so, reports. TPS reports. TPI. <laughs> TPI. Do you know what it is, Casey? I don't. Sorry. It's uh, Titus Performance Institute. 
Do you know Titleist? Sounds important. What's like Titleist? You know, Titleist. Yeah, yeah, Golf yeah. Ball. Yeah. Titleist Performance Institute. So they say, like, uh, the website claims that the last, like, 59 major championships have been TPI cert, like, trained. Okay. Um, so there's a bunch of different ways to go in this TPI cert. Um, one of them is training, um, which you can get some golfers that may have some trouble with their swing or whatever it may be. And you can train them, but obviously I'm going the medical route. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to do treatment to people that may have pain with their swing or you know back pain or whatever. It kind of got inspired. I was I've became uh, good friends with Jimmy Gillum. I was just going to ask you about him. Um, Jimmy Gillum, who is a professional golfer down in South Carolina, heard about me, and I was working with him a little bit, and he kind of inspired me to get this TPI cert. Um, he's doing better. He has gone back down because he's trying to get to the next, you know, he, he, he's literally one good round of golf away from making like a major tour. Um, wow. so he's back down in South Carolina, still, still, still recovering, still whatever, but I definitely figured it would be Dude, that's awesome. a good idea to get this TPI cert. So the, the, there's a TPI one, which is understanding like swing mechanics, um, that's great. I'm more into the biomechanics aspect of things, and I go away in November to uh, finish that TPI cert, and then hopefully Dude, wow. start reaching out to local golfers that may have injuries or or whatnot to get them back on the course. Exciting stuff. Got some good yeah. local golfers here, so yeah, a lot of them for sure. Um, All right. What else is up? What do What do you? I'm just cruising, cruising for a bruising. Should we wrap? I'm done. I'm just trying to think what else we have we have going on. The really, uh, well, this is kind of like a welcome back. It We're is, back, you know. So, we don't have so, to hiatus. We don't have to. So go. hopefully, we can get some uh, good guests. So obviously today we we just kind of wanted to explain why the hell we we've been absent. Um, hopefully this is a little entertaining for you because Freddie and I currently it won't last long, but we currently despise Casey Cants, right? <laughs> I would like to not comment on it that. It seems to be yeah. a theme every I mean that this was like this has been going on. He uh, put his two weeks in like four weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> we don't just, forget I was fired at one point too. Yeah. Yeah. One point? <laughs> and we keep we keep dragging him back in here because uh let's be honest, Fred, the, the ladies listen to it whenever Casey oh, Cash sure. is involved. Right, right, right. He's a man right. I got a message the other day. No, you didn't. Ah. From him? I got a message the other day. Where are you going? He's leaving. Casey? No, Where tell a story. I don't want message. I, I didn't I, tell now you. I'm upset because I don't know. I didn't tell you about this. Get back in here. Um, I got a message the other day saying, hey, is Casey Cant single? Was a message to me. Oh, man. I've gotten a couple of those. Via text message. And, and I told them, I said, why the hell do you want to know? And I refused to answer initially. And I needed some details, and I took over. I didn't. I didn't bother Mr. Cancier <laughs> with the details. <laughs> I didn't bother Mr. Cancier with the details. I just said, you Time know what? Time is up. Time has run out. I, <laughs> s- I said, Case, I'll take care of this, and and I did. I took care of it. Um, I made up some lies. Um, I told people some. Uh, I like to speak for Casey. Pretty regularly. Okay, that's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, this is just rambling right now. Is all this is. <laughs> he's just—he's killing time. <laughs> we got to get he's, going. He's filling time. Wrap it up. Wrap <laughs> it up. Um, I'm just trying to think. So, gym wise, uh, we moved the rig, so we got some big things I coming for the gym. The it. rearrangement's going to be uh, 
happening. We're just waiting on the pull-up bars. Uh, we're getting those custom-made, so they're, uh, they should be here shortly so we can wall-mount the other rig. Um, and then uh, we're actually increasing the open gym size, so that'll, uh, that'll be a nice change. And then uh, just had an impromptu meeting with the gentleman today about possibly putting in some, uh, some more sports-oriented uh, aspects to the gym, so we talked about that. And then we have our first, we're hosting our first-ever CrossFit competition uh, here called the the Holiday Hustle. Yes, right. Um, which our pre-sale tickets have already sold out, uh, which we're super excited about. So it'll be same-sex, uh, two-team partners. Um, that'll be December 7th, so we got some time for that. Uh, you can find and that on Eventbrite if you're interested in tickets. So we're going to be having RX and scale divisions. And low. Like, oh, yeah. yeah the, the logo that Loretta made was sick. It looks like an ugly sweater. Yes. Kansas, did you see it? I did see it. It looks awesome. Sweet. Oh, show. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much everything on the uh, on the agenda today. We just wanted to make sure we got back on here. It's been real. Um, as always, if you guys want us to answer anything or dig more into some topics, let us know. Um, and I think that's it for today. Zach, anything else? Hopefully we get some uh, good people on the show here coming up here. and uh, We're going to be just fine. Get back on. <laughs> what? <laughs> What is, I don't know why that was so funny. Are you the Joker? <laughs> now, here we go. I didn't get to see it yet, Kans. <laughs> Basically, he laughs at everything. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Allie's saying wrap it up, Zach. We're in trouble. All right. Let's, I think that's uh, it. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a You Don't Know Squat podcast production. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on another episode of You Don't Know Squat Podcast with myself, Casey Kantz, Freddie Dorman, and Zach Hallman. All episodes are brought to you by Dorman Sports Performance, Iron Luck CrossFit, and Hallman Physical Therapy. Located at 2927 Beale Avenue for all of your fitness and healthcare needs. If you like what we're doing, head over to Dorman Sports Performance and Hallman Physical Therapy on Instagram and Facebook and give us a like, share, and five-star review. More information can be found at www.dspgym.com or www.hallmanpt.com. Thanks for joining us.